Yeah, we we just begin, we just really started. So uh, right. Welcome back. So uh, yeah, we decided to move on from. Uh, I decided to move on from whiskey and uh, mm-hmm. decided to give uh, the fee some uh, some wine. See what he thinks. It's not for everyone. Uh, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Maybe. I'm not a wine connoisseur in general, but I will try it. Well, like, you know, we were talking earlier about the whole, like, you know, having the, uh, the palate thing, whatever, growing. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, I think for me, like, when I was younger, uh, for some reason, I always had interest in wine. I don't know why. Uh, I just always wanted, you know, to try it. And so, of course, you know, you're younger, you're growing up in the hood, you try bullshit, mm-hmm. you know, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and so that was my first introduction to wine, which is bullshit. Like, Carlos Rossi, um, Boone's. How early was that? You know, man, I was I was a kid. I was like 12, 13, dude. On the, on the Rossi? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, um, you know, and as I got older, you know, I, for some reason, always just was interested in... Uh, it's one of those things, I think, that if... Um, and it was wine specifically? Wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... Maybe you saw enough beer. You're like, yeah. You know, clearly, we don't need beer around here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it was, man. And then uh, my ex's grandpa, uh, he loved wine. He started taking the wine tasting, and I was in my early twenties. And he he was the first person to introduce me to like good wine, you know, real wine, and uh, and then from there, you know. Uh, I just took it myself, you know, yeah. and uh, um, so what we're going to have is a uh, Rome blend by Brick Barn. Uh, what, uh, explain to me what a Rome a, blend a, is. A Rome blend, Rome is a, um, is an area in, in France uh, oh, okay. that, that um, like they got, you got Burgundy, you got, uh, you got Rome. You got uh, the Lower Valley. You got uh, you know all these. Are these different places that they all, where most of these grapes came from? Oh, okay, you know, uh-huh. and so where uh, the vineyards are. Yes. Okay. And so um, a Rome blend is uh, from the specific vineyard. From well, it's it's their varietals of varietals of is a, is a variety of grape mm-hmm. that are from that area, but are grown here now. Oh, okay. So this being a Rome blend. So is this local? This one's from Bilton down in Santa Barbara area. Okay. So this one's uh, most Rome blends are uh, Grenache, Mourvedre, Syrah. Mm-hmm. This one is only a Grenache and Syrah. 50, uh, it's crazy because it's fifty percent, fifty fifty. It's uh, normally they're like they indica, they're, sa- yeah, sativa, yeah, yeah, hybrid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, got you, got you. But. They actually do a 50-50 uh, blend of Syrah and Grenache, which fucking to me, I, I love it. Um, it think, gives different flavors? I think this is my first wine I had from, from the place, and uh, my wife brought it back. And, she and they're still there. doing the same blend? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, mm-hmm. they, they, they release it every year. Uh, I think we just picked this one up, so it's a little 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 young, but... Um, what What does aging do, do for wine? It, it, I'm, I... I understand it. I guess maybe it helps it ferment a little more, but uh, ferments a little like, more. Usually, like it'll soften notes and highlight other notes. So, oh, like okay. if it's if you want more of like a jammy aspect and it's not there yet, you age it a little bit more in barrels. If you want more of that thickness, 
to the wine, like that viscosity aspect, mm-hmm. instead of it being thinner. When you drink it, you age a little bit more. Um, if there's like a sharpness or like booziness, mm-hmm. like astringency on the back end, that can also be possibly taken out with aging. So mm-hmm. the aging just kind of, it rounds things out a bit. And if your wine has no problems and it's already a fantastic fucking wine or it's already a fantastic beer or fantastic... Then you're at the bin, time where it should be cracking. Yeah. Well, you're not even at the time. Let's say it's, it's a great base, but you age it, then it's just going to be a phenomenal... No yeah. way. It get, it'll get better. Yeah. Um, oh, 100%. All the, all like the acidity, the tannins all soften up and you'll get this smoother, velvety kind of... It just also depends on the wine. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to have a specific blend in mind for what you're barreling, but nine times out of ten, you're going for bigger, bigger flavors, bigger aroma. Do individuals know like what their age profile kind of is, or in specific? Dep- I think area. it depends on the individual yeah. brewery, winery, distillery. Oh, okay. It's up to whoever their brewer is, distiller, winemaker. It's up to their. So you could technically product. have the same. Alcohol from different ages mm-hmm. that are different, like they taste. Yeah, because um, well, for, uh, you know, with wine. Uh, see, I would think it all just tastes the same. No, see, no, with with wine, years will vary as far as taste because this, I think, fourteen is considered one of the best best years, years in the California in California for wine because. Sugar uh, content, 14? water was 14. good. Yeah, the water good was good. Know. The sun was good. I mean, it was like the perfect climate in California for wine. Mm-hmm. And supposedly the 14 was, uh, you get less water, say 15. Mm-hmm. Or say say 18 was less water than 17. It's going to be different. And then mm-hmm. 19, all of a sudden, we had, let's say we had a crazy rain, you know, then it's going to be different. Uh uh, I know in 19... So is it not necessarily the age of it, but it's the year it was done? Everything, everything. Oh, all there's, of it matters. There's everything so many matters. factors, yeah. especially with California itself. Like, that's why, like... So is that are, why you you have to try so much? Yeah, yeah. try. Yeah. And when you find the one, See, oh, yeah, you got to buy it. Because you, you, well, you, right? you could have a $100 bottle of wine and a $20 bottle of wine. Yeah. And that $20 bottle of wine might be fucking fantastic. Ass. Huh. And this could be just like, what is this gross piece of shit? Because it's not done yet. But well, not, not even it's, that it's done. It's it's just it's either palate preference or they're not willing to it, change their style. Like it's also just that old, day though. It, you you could wait a couple weeks, a couple months. So everything. Might, but I mean, there's also certain old world styles where there's yeah, brands, that just sounds crazy. There's, 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 so there's brands that have yeah. been established for hundreds yeah. of whatever years that are like we're from France. This is the price of the bottle. Which is yeah. And then there's newer California yeah, that, wineries or whatever awesome. that are like, well, no, we can do that same thing, but we're going to do it. Yeah. Cheaper which is which is yeah. there's no which is what's happening in Lodi. And in Lodi, you're getting these crazy, fantastic zins, and the bottles are fifteen to twenty five bucks. Where, you know, you get them from old world, uh, they're going to be up at $70, $80. You think probably because of the importing? Uh, no, 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 no. No, because, just because, no. Of, like, because it was because grown here, it was yeah. made here, yeah. this We're is old world. old world. If you don't get it from France, you're not yeah. Oh, you're okay. boozy yeah, enough yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, gotcha. so, no, but it... it, it and I think that's what We here at H on the Street care about taste and taste alone. Cheers. So, and this kind of aerates it, or I don't actually know any knowledge wise. So here at HK, we so, are we are dumb as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> um, so, yeah. I, I 
So why, we, why? we do things that we've noticed, and it makes us feel good to swirl. And I'm sure there's things that people will say, oh, it releases the aroma and yeah. it heightens the notes. And there are things that it will help with the flavor aspect on the forefront yeah. and the finish. Because I know and certain that glasses do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this glass is one of the, the glasses that helps do that. Don't get me wrong. However, fuck all that. Taste it. Say what oh, you man. think. And if it's ads, it's ads. If it's great, it's great. Yeah, that's my shit right there. I can stand that. I could stand that. That's mellow. It, that's a lot this, more mellow than This I is thought. considered it's, a red wine. That's correct. Right. Yeah, it's so so a yeah, straw. That's, that's probably why because it's mellow. Well, because okay. I don't like it like it's not booming at you. Yeah, in my face. It's not stringent. Yeah. It's not overly boozy on the back. Well, end. what it is, yeah. I think it's it's the it's the Grenache. Um, Grenache is a very soft, uh, like and it's uh, earthy though, like low, low, low tannic wine, like a Pinot. Mm-hmm. Um, m- most people in California now are starting to get into Pinots uh, more than they do like a, a Sauvignon Blancs, mm-hmm. and um, they love them because it's kind of like the it's kind of like the hazy uh, beer of of wine no, where it's, it's, it's softer. I would say Cab Sauv really? is the hazy beer. Cab I think, Sauv is the most popular. I think Cab Sauv. Right no, now. but I'm saying as far as like like mouthfeel and taste. That's why I think, you I think Cab Sauv is in your face. Cab Sauv is jam. They're this, and that's what a haze is. Haze is big juice, big sweetness. Okay, you, you, big okay, easy. you, you know what? I, I would say, I would say Pinot Noir is more the West Coast. Oh, no. It's more the West Coast IPA. It's earthy, it's earthy instead of danky. It's chill, it's more mellow, it highlights the back end notes, it highlights more barrel culture and oak culture. So instead of malt on the back end, you've got that barrel sweetness. It usually isn't spicy unless it's more of a fresher Pinot Noir. And like Pinot Noirs are the West Coast IPA of the wine world, while uh, Cab Sauvs are the hazies. See, I would go the other way then. And then I would say Merlots are the good old stouts. <laughs> Merlots but, are the stouts of the wine world, and I dig it. But we just, for me, I, I just like what I like. Um, like, wine to me is one of those things that I'm yeah, you really... Like, you like whites. Yeah, I like the whites. The wines, like, right? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I, I, I just love wine, dude. To be honest with you, I could drink it every fucking day. Like, right. I, I, and sometimes I do. Uh, What's your personal preference of a favorite? Uh, Grenache. Uh, Grenache is a Rhone grape. Uh, that's probably it's like, red as well? It's red. Yeah. It's, uh, um, it, that's what this is 50% of. Um, to me, it just has this like, really like great jammy, spicy... Um, earthy floral kind of thing going on to it that um, forest floor forest floor oh my god fuck that um, <laughs> I can see myself eating a nice plate of something though with with something like, like this with my this, pinky out or something I kind of feel like with this right now like because of this the raw I think because it's raw is a little bit more of uh, thicker more little more more mouth I kind of feel like a nice steak with this would be oh yeah pretty good yeah probably no, you went more uh, bomb board for us today. <sighs> Wow, but time to make a steak. You also didn't know you would probably be busting that wine. Yeah, first, no, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, you know, we got Fee drinking wine. Right. Uh, so, right. so what's funny is uh, earlier I was listening to your stuff just to kind of uh, get ready for this. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was one song, I can't remember the name of it, you said something about drinking red wine. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, he drinks wine. <laughs> but then, but then now you're just telling us that you don't have a lot of experience with with the, with the wine I, world. I have, I've drunk red wine before. I just it's not a preference. Yeah. But I mean, it also goes with wordplay and everything else. You yeah, know yeah. I mean? 
I think I even say um, on one song because I'm from Eastside Fresno, man. Yeah, you know what oh, I'm saying? Sure. Like, we don't wear much blue around here. Everything's red. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think I say something about like sipping red wine and a red whip on like uh, yeah, sipping yeah. A Red Bull and like like everything red. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, so I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a lot of wordplay and stuff like yeah. that as well. But, um, I mean, I've had red wine. I just, it, it may not be my preference. But, I mean, in a red car, who knows? Maybe it tastes better, you know? <laughs> well, like I, like I was saying, man, um, you find that one. Is that, like I was talking about uh, uh, Max's grandpa. Mm-hmm. His name is Chon, or his name is Chon. He's still like, um, he's just not, I guess, my grandpa anymore. Mm-hmm. But, he's um, our grandpa. Yeah. So, he, uh, <laughs> he introduced me to Syrah. And I like Ciroc. Ciroc. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? And I remember that was, I think everybody's wine in California they fall in love with is Cab, uh, is, a, is a Cabernet. Mm-hmm. And I got introduced to Ciroc when I was like 23. Well, not, what's Moscato? Not P. Diddy's drink. Yeah, not, not P. Diddy. Uh, but Moscato's a, a really sweet wine that... Uh, I that, think that's probably the favorite. That's... Okay. Only because you ask any female, I don't think they know any other wine. That or yeah, rose. Oh, white Zinfandel. That or rose. Rose. White Zin. Yeah. yeah. So um, there's a wine right here in town that does. I'm not big. I'm not a big fan of Moscato. Uh, it's usually really sweet, but there's a um, wine right here called Moravia. They do a really good Moscato because they don't add any mm-hmm. uh, residual sugar. They don't add it. Just the grape itself is really good. Mm. But the Syrah to me stood out, and then he introduced me to Shiraz, which is. Syrah, but from Australia. In Australia, they call it Shiraz, and fucking, and I just started drinking the crap out of that. I drank it so much for years that I got tired of it because that's oh, yeah. all I knew. But I, because I knew I liked it. Yeah. And you know, and then I started branching out, and it wasn't until we started going down here, well, that I got inter- introduced to the Rome varietals, which yeah. is uh, Grenache, Mauvedre, Syrah's Rome varietal, Petit Syrah. Um, uh, then the whites, like Jared was saying earlier, I, I, <laughs> those whites. I, I hated the whites for a black long time. Lacking the flavor. <laughs> oh man, I don't know now, man. Now, now, they like don't got, they don't got that spice. Oh I'm man, just... I even even I hated Chardonnays. Now I drink Chardonnays all the time. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't even think we have a Chardonnay in the house because I drink them. My wife's always like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I'm like, "It's here." <laughs> It's here. The whites are here. And then, yeah, the whites are here. You got to you gotta do something with them or else they... Then I just found out recently, and I just actually found out <laughs> recently, is that uh, whites, you should be you should drink them pretty quickly, uh, uh, that they usually start fading out within six oh, yeah. months. So I was like, damn What do you mean fading out? Like getting flat or something? Uh, I, no, they just, the flavors drop out. Yeah. So like mm. with a lot of things, like most... You want to hit it in peak. Yeah, you want to get the flavors right when they're at... At their prime. It's like the uh, when you see on the bag or the, the yeah. soda, best if like drunk wine, and Like red wines are okay because like they're darker in color, not to mention they're meant to be either stored or aged. That is that is the whole purpose of red wines. Mm-hmm. Red wines are that original, easygoing. Whites are that table wine. They were meant to just be served at easy meals, to be drinking in, McDonald's. in excess. Yeah, just yeah. to Get it out have of a here. big picture of it, have a big bottle of it, and everybody drinks it, everybody <laughs> shares it. It's fruity, it's easy, or it's dry. It's it's probably it's easier nice. to yeah. It's make just that forefront, and, and then the mm-hmm. reds is more for okay. The entrees are out, the meats are out, the desserts are out. Ah. So I mean, with whites, it's they're just popular now. Well, a lot in, of whites. In, I mean, in America, people just they love 
A lot of bites aren't aren't, so. I mean, aren't everybody's aging. temporary nowadays. So I mean, yeah. Dang. But I mean, like most most like white wines, like they were blending wines, like or they were table wines, like mm. in old world country. Like Vignet is a good blending wine for most like reds and other things because it it tones things down. What do you mean blending wine? So uh, for most, added. yeah. So for most wines, like it's very rare for it to be a hundred percent one grape. Well, that's that's red. old world though. Um, that's true. Old, that's old world thinking because that's like France, mm. a Grenache. They wouldn't. They. Oh, so they rarely, I, I, I think I know what you're yeah, saying they, by they, blending. Yeah, they rarely ever do one grape. It's always... I never thought of that. But yeah, they, they now that you say that, now I, I understand what the blending is. But um, I, my ignorant self, would have thought that, you know, you're saying this. It's all this one one grape. That's what it is, you know? Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, whereas now here, especially in California, the grapes like in France that... They only use as blending grapes mm-hmm. are doing great here, so they'll they'll do single they'll, they'll do single varietals, which like Grenache. Oh, so certain grapes are specifically blending grapes. That's how Old they were meant to be. Old world, yes. Oh, but here in America or specifically in California, people were like, "We have the greatest conditions." To why can't we make fruit. that? Yeah, yeah. Why I'm not just highlight this yeah. one grape or and this down, one flavor? That with mm-hmm. when this wine's from in that area, mm-hmm. Grenache, Mobadre. Which is normally a Rome blending grape in France. Mm-hmm. Over there, they're going fucking great. Syrahs are growing great down there. So, uh, they, so they enhance the one. So that's why they're looking at us as uh, with the bougie eyes. Yeah, yeah. Is because we're we're blurring their lines. We're yeah. doing the stuff that oh, yeah. they have standards and, and rules. We yeah. go by taste. Yeah, oh, and we're even, like, nah, 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 nah. Taste. How much it's gonna cost? Can we barrel that shit? Can yeah. we get it out of here? You and know, no, we don't have to call it this, and we can just call it this and sell it for way less than half the price, or not have to pay dues or dividends or anything. And in yeah. Mexico, they're Screw even that. in Mexico, they're even <laughs> taking Hell it yeah. further, where they're they're doing crazy shit down there, like um, oh, like wine capitalism. Like France was fucking hella mad at Mexico. Uh, yeah, they're doing natural wines all fucking they're, day. They're they're doing crazy mad at shit Mexico. They're doing yeah. they're doing beer I wines. I never thought they're, of Mexico they're as a wine like, central. Oh, Oh, yeah. We fermented oh, yeah. this wine. We, me and my wife. Fuck did. putting it in a tank. Huh. Fuck putting it in a barrel. We fermented it. It's ready. We're shipping it out. In a glad lock bag. Just, huh? Like Pruno? They're no, just they're just, they're just bottling. So these <laughs> are they're, motherfuckers. Oh, they're just bottling it. They're coming in funky colors, whatever. Oh, like, they they're, they're doing great shit. wine down there. Uh, they, they have in Valle de Guadalupe, which is about hour and a half from the border. Mm-hmm. Um, they call it the Napa of Mexico. Mm. They uh, just like California, that area produces most of Mexico's wines, and down there it's because that specific temperature and everything yeah, yeah, that's right there. They're mm. they're doing uh, blends that that uh, that Francis well, other territories can't they, even come they close just, to. They, they don't have on. the same weather. Yeah. They don't have the same temp, so, the same probably soil, the same you know atmosphere. But that's the thing with California too. Is I mean we're even being recognized for our own soil. Culture yeah. and air yep. culture and things yep. like that, and to where it's its. Well, own, I mean, coming from the vegetables and it's, everything it's, yeah, else, it's, like, it's, it's its own region where it's finally where our California governors for a long time. I'm sure the wanted, valley they've been wanting to acknowledge, like, hey, we've got areas where it our fruit, our wine, our bud needs yeah. to be packaged from this area, saying it's from this area. Because it's not, if not the same, better mm-hmm. than most other countries. That's, that's giving it a a step up because oh, it's coming from that area. Yeah. Just like just like for instance, the, this Rome blend. 
back then, with Old World, oh, it's from Rome. Uh, there's a, 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 a Chateau de Pop in France is an area that's really well known for, for wine. And most of the wines there you're going to find are fucking expensive. Because, oh, it was grown and produced in Chateau de Pop. The specifics of it. So we're going to fucking just raise the price. Mm. So now over here, it's starting. It's starting to get that way because people are starting to recognize what's what's happening yeah. in in those areas. So it uh, sounds a lot like wine classism. <laughs> there's a lot of wine classism, <laughs> yeah. but for it's like well, you know, for people like me, yeah. Um, a lot of times, not when I go down in uh into the Santa Inez area, but when we go up to like Napa. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I walk into a fucking winery mm-hmm. and I don't dress up like like I don't. You're a cholo now. I, I, I go myself. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, fucking, we're not getting no service. We're getting treated bad, yeah. you know, because to them they see us. Uh, first of all, being whatever you want to call us, Latino, Hispanic, Mexican, whatever it mm-hmm. is, brown, they automatically assume, well, they can't afford this. What are they yeah. doing here? You know, mm-hmm. um, we we've been stopped. In front of wineries and ask what we're doing there. Oh, do you have reservation? Ah, we can't can't help you. But you see loads of people walking in. Yeah, you know. And uh, um, there's definitely been that, hmm. uh, you know. And, and which like, I'm sure you know. And like it's, we know. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 one of the things I talk to uh, BKR a lot about when we like we chat about things. And I tell them, you know, for me, growing up, you know, it was always like even for us. There was that we put ourselves in the class, like, yeah. Oh, we don't do that. That's that's for white people. Yeah. What? Like going to a steakhouse. Yeah. Growing up, it's that boxing yourself. Yeah. And stuff. You yeah. Just anything. Going I mean, to a shit. steakhouse, it was it wasn't for us. That's for white people. Yeah. We eat nothing but Mexican food. Why? Or You're just, absolutely just right. scenes like today. I went to Crown Wolf for their new beer release or whatever. Because I mean, my friends brew there, so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go check out the new release. I walk in. Two bartender girls ignore the living daylights out of me because I'm right. like, I get it. I'm a long-haired, hippie-looking right. fucker or whatever. Like, I'm not Clovis, bootstrap-cut-looking guy. But then, luckily, like, Michelle from Goldstein's is working at fucking Crow and Wolf mm. now. Um, and she was like, Jared, like, here for the release? I was like, yes, thank yeah. you. Like, I mean, it's only four hours, four minutes after opening. Like, you said you are And then even right. the other people were like, oh, I don't know if we're releasing that beer today. <laughs> Thankfully, like my yeah. friends who are brewing that came in like, oh, we're going to pop that on the board right now. Jared, go for it. And not only do like I not have to open a tab, but like they're like, oh, yeah, we'll pour this yeah. for you kind of a thing. And I was like, oh, but sweet. it's also who, you know, but it, but at yeah. the same time, it's like it you shouldn't know. have to be that way. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't have had to have been judged off. Like I was there to yeah. buy beer. It wouldn't have mattered if my friends were there or not. I was going to buy beer. I was going to buy multiple beers yeah. to support my friends endeavors and stuff like that. But. Because I wasn't this Jimbo's Old Town Saloon looking yeah. fucking <laughs> walking in like with my tie dye shirt, shorts, and fucking slacks, right. fucking flip flops on, like <laughs> yeah, dude. People were like, "Oh no!" And then, and then, not only that, but then they're, they're like, "Which four by four is yours?" They were like, "Hey, yeah. come back here, like <laughs> behind yeah. into the brew house. Come chill with us." And then yeah. the bartenders are just like, and I'm like, "Yep, see you guys." Like, yeah. Like, I could have been chill. I would have tipped you out great. But now I'm not even going to be able to. We've all been in those situations. It, it, it happens. You know, yeah. it, it's sad that it's... it's I've, I've been in a lot of situations like that where it's like everybody's kind of like ignoring, ignoring, ignoring it. Then they see who I'm with and all of a sudden they're like, well, who 
who is this guy all of a sudden? And it's like, no, you had your chance to ask me who I was. Yes, and, 100%. And, and now I'm going to be over here. And what's sad is like, we do it to ourselves. Absolutely. Like, we do it to each other. I'm sorry. We we do it to each other, and that, and that's and that's and that's fucked yeah. up. You know, uh, it, it, we should not. It, it should not. It is, and and we shouldn't. Uh, well, it's because it's it's a defensive mechanism. It's it's like, um, how can I say this? Okay, let me put it musical way uh, that I've experienced a lot and I've witnessed a lot, where you're, I share all of your music. You never share my music. Ah. I kind of, you know what I'm saying. I, I mean, I even know what you're talking about, but yeah, I think I that. <laughs> but it's it's a lot of that. Yeah. So now, no, yeah, I I'm it. not sharing your music, right? And it's yeah. like, bro, I didn't even know you were sharing my shit, right? Like, but thanks, thank but you, yeah, you know. And I really don't have to share this with you, yeah. but it's the person that chooses the. Okay, because you're doing this, now I'm doing it. Well, now if I'm doing it. What it's gonna cause the next person, and it could cause a domino effect. It's the same thing. Like I tell my daughter a lot of the time, where I said, "There's a lot of bad people. There's a lot of people that are shitty people out here. A lot more shitty people than good people." Yep. Should not stop you from being a good person. Right. Yep. You should continue to be a good person, even if this person. I'm not saying be good to them because um, the old adage, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. They are who the fuck they are. Right. Freedom but. Yeah, but that doesn't mean turn around and take out this from this person on that person. Right. Don't, like, don't put them a wall. What do you just understand? There are still great people out there, and yeah. you still have to be great. You have to be one of them. If not, then that dwindles. And, and the more people that believe the, you didn't share my music, I'm not sharing yours now. The, then now nobody's sharing. Right. Now nobody's doing yeah, shit. That shouldn't yeah. matter because I mean, you know, there could be a, a page do what or a band you, you want like to do. that you can like every one of their posts, and they may never like one of your posts. Yeah. But it don't matter because you like their shit. Aren't you doing and what it, you're doing anyways? Exactly. It's all about you. So it's like if don't you worry like about what, what the next person's doing, but they don't like what you're doing, that shouldn't daunt you. Yeah. Because there are people liking what you're doing. Because so focus on them. I have some friends that put out some music sometimes. That's a lot of sums, but. <laughs> I'm I'm not subjected to being forced to have to share your shit. Yeah. If I don't like it, I don't have to, but I can still like you. Yep. We can still be cool. I can still support you in other ways if you're selling merchandise, if you're doing anything else. I, if you're doing a show, I'll help support that. Whatever's going to get you to whatever uh, stature or level that you want to get to. But I don't have to. Yep. And you know, you, it's, it's like, sorry, but it's like when I grew up, you grow up and you're like, I don't have to have dessert after dinner. I'm an adult. I can do whatever the yep. fuck I want. I'm doing before. So like, if I, if I see your shit and I like it, whether I know you or not, I'll share that shit. And if I do know you, sometimes I'll share it if I don't like it, but that's up to me. Yep. That's not up to you. Yep. That's not up to you to judge me by. And you shouldn't judge me by that. Yeah. Like you, you shouldn't yeah. get mad at me. And I think a lot of people can't take themselves out of that. Like uh, we're friends. It's uh, I, I say this all the it's time. It's the reason they took the dislike button away yeah. on YouTube. It's because people can't stand people not liking them or not liking yeah. something or disagreeing with you. It. Um, I remember uh, a lot of a lot of artists as well in the local scene. 
they do things like, um, yo, I got 10 likes on my video, one dislike, haters, and you're like, <laughs> well, you got 10 though. One, 10 out of 11 people like your shit? You're good. Good, good fucking ratio. odds. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. But like someone that doesn't like your shit may not like rap, may not like hip hop, may not like your voice, may not like you, may not like themselves at the moment, may not like anything. Yep. Who gives a fuck? Right. You look at look at the good shit. Quit fucking worrying about who doesn't like your shit. And if more people don't like your shit, get better. You have to use that as a poll. And you have to use that as a way of determining your own to yourself. And if not, get the fuck out of it. Because this is what we do. Yep. Or handle it well you know enough to be like, if you got 10 likes and one dislike, or even if you got 100 likes and one dislike, step up and be like, hey man, or hey, why didn't you, what didn't you like yeah. about my shit? And then or not just that. Don't just jump Thank down you there. for the yeah. dislike. Or just, Thank and, you. And then because don't I don't have everyone around yeah. me that just likes the same shit I do. Yeah. Or just don't jump down the throat either. Like, oh, well, I just didn't like this bar. All right, yeah. cool. You didn't like that bar? Well, then fuck off because this bar was meant for this. And yeah. then you can write them off. Or if it was just like, well, I just didn't like or your delivery. Or sometimes just explanation. I didn't like all this. Yeah. I didn't know that's what you meant and by that. And then it was I just like, know. oh. Like, yeah. All right. Or even if it's just like, well, you know what? You're one person. Like, then you can take it as that. But you need to at least. Not everyone needs to like. Step you, up. Yeah. Yeah. Day. No, we well, need to get out of this thing of like, everyone needs to just like everything I'm fucking doing for the rest of my life. It's like when I was raising my son, and I was always constantly on him. And uh, one time he hit me with the whole like, you know, Dad. Sometimes it seems like you don't even like me. <laughs> and I was like, dude. I look, don't. man. Look, <laughs> I don't like look. you sometimes. And it's because right? I was constantly on him with him doing shit that he shouldn't be doing, right? Yeah. So I, I don't like it when you do I, that shit. I believe it was Freud who said mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. of the biggest problems right. with 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 humans is the belief that just because I have a relationship with you, mm-hmm. it means I'm supposed to support you 100 percent of the time mm-hmm. when it's completely fucking wrong because. I should be able to tell you you're wrong. I should be able to disagree with you. Absolutely. And that is showing you support more than it is just supporting you because I love you. I love you, so I'm telling you, you're wrong. This isn't good or whatever. But because we have this thing in our society. They take it as you're not supporting you. Yeah, and it's not. It's not. We're, we're, you don't have to support someone 100% of the time just because you have a relationship with them. It's, it's it's yeah, am I up. supposed to support your fucking meth habit? No. Yeah. no. I don't have to support like, shit. I'm going to tell you. Like, but not just that. Up, even like. if you're doing a good thing. I don't have to do shit. I'm a fucking adult. I can do whatever the fuck <laughs> I want. Yep. I don't, I don't have to shake your hand if I walk yeah. by you. I need to accept whatever consequences come with that. I need to accept yep. whatever, whatever energy that comes my way because of that. But I don't fucking have to. I, I, I can sit in the fucking corner and not talk to nobody. And be absolutely fine. Or I could get up and talk to everybody. But that's up to me. That has nothing to do with anybody else but me. And you can judge. You can do whatever the fuck you want. At the end of the day, it's me. It's yep. me. Yep. I, on that note, what's with the new album? New album. Uh, I'm getting back to a lot of the old roots. I'm getting back to uh, really rapping, hip-hop, a lot of wordplay. Um, uh Asking Dillionaire to make a lot of beats that um, 
He hasn't attempted yet. It's it's, right. it's new age kind of West Coast. Like uh, we've um, like a new age IPA. We're getting there. No, but like like it has the old um, like wormy like boom wing wing. And we we're going with a lot of bass. We're going with West Coast sounds. We're going with a lot of things that um, with this album. I know a lot of people say, Fee, I like it when you rap like such. And so I'm like, all right, motherfucker, you better like this shit because I'm rapping like such. You know what I mean? And so, and it, it's coming with bars, it's coming with substance, it's coming with flavor, it's coming with uh, catchy hooks. The beats are incredible. Like, Dillionaire, I can't, I can't say enough about how amazing dude is. So for for how long he's been in this game, like Jesus. So you're taking him out of his comfort zone, just like he took you out of yours. I don't even know if it's taking him out of it. He did take me out of my comfort zone, but I asked for that, and um, I don't know if it's taking out of his comfort zone because it's just things he hasn't experienced. Right. It's more so, like you've yeah. done all this. You should easily be able to do yeah, this. Yeah, it's let's like you. It can, I can sit on that recliner with my feet up, but come sit on this one, right? And it's like I've been in a recliner before, and I've had my feet up before, but damn, this is a recliner with my feet up. Right. Like, it's you like, know, I know, like you like this, yeah. But you try this. like it's this just, just as well. Yeah, it's it, it's shit. It's me over here with the charcuterie and the wine and the. Zip, 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 whatever. It ain't the but, you know what but it ain't bad. But I'm not, I'm not scared of it, and I'm not running from it because I just my ignorance drives me to want to know, and that's him as well. He, he may not know some of this stuff or have tried some of this stuff, but he's not scared of it. Nice. I sent him a beat the other day, and I said something similar to this, and he goes, "Easy peasy." I said, "That's right." All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I talked to Jared. About interviewing you, I told him. Well, first of all, we want to start doing this more mm -hmm. and kind of like interviewing people and like taking them out of like, for instance, we're going to throw wine at you, but we decided mm -hmm. to throw whiskey at you at first. Yeah. And then when, what? Well, honestly, when I heard that song, I was like, oh, he 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 must drink wine. So okay, cool. The yeah, whiskey yeah. part. And then talking to you, I was like, okay, well, that's if you I had cognac, I would have definitely been sipping some yak with you. Oh man. <laughs> See, that's um, oh man, I just see, but that's the hood. See, but you know see, I mean, like I was born and raised on brandy and yak. You know what I mean? So, just like wine, just mm -hmm. like beer, there's different levels of cognac. Yeah, like yeah. um, uh, you could get into Pierre Pierre Ferrand, Pierre Ferrand out of uh, yeah, out of France. His bottles start at 80, go all the way up to like two thousand yeah. dollars. You, and that's what I'm noticing. See, that's that's why I'm kind of gravitating to this whiskey thing because I find I'm finding like, or my cousin's showing me some of this whiskey where I'm like, bro, this flavor, just the flavor alone, is like, to me, just tastes better than brandy and cognac now. Yep, yep. And I get the same kind of effect, but I'm not getting all sloppy. I'm not like I don't. But it's also good whiskey. Yeah. It's also it's, like high end stuff where I'm like it's to sip on. It's make it's 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 like how you say um you got to a certain point to where well I know this bottle, I know this kind of thing. That's where I'm kinda like, well now I'm kinda I wanna try different whiskeys. I wanna try different you know yeah. because if I don't try I don't know. Yep. Yeah. 
You know what I'm and saying? It, it was the same thing with uh, Trap Your Feet. Yeah. If you didn't. Yeah. And, and that, that just shows kind of who I am in all aspects of life. I, like when early on, my dad could have been on like the FIFA team and stuff like that. And I mean, rest in peace to my father. But he got me into soccer and I was like an all-star. And then I broke my ankle. And so I healed and I was like, man, whatever was soccer. And I started basketball and I was good at basketball. I wasn't great, but I was good at basketball. And then I got into football and I was pretty good at football. You know, like, I'm like, okay, people are over here playing volleyball. How am I going to know if I'm good at volleyball? Let me go try it. Yeah, yeah. And like, um, I remember learning how to, how to play golf. On a Hot Shots Golf, when they had a little demo disc for the PS, I think PS One. Uh, my brother Anthony had the PS One when it barely came out, and it had a little demo disc with a bunch of small games. And I learned golf from it. So when we got when we got to school, then the they we had a thing in PE teaching us about golf, and I already knew about eagles, bogeys, all this other shit. And they're like, "How do you know?" And I'm like, "Wouldn't you like to know?" <laughs> you know. But then they also had a thing like a tutorial on Hot Shots Golf where they're like, um, this is how you swing. Straighten your arm. Do this. Let the club do the work. And so when we're doing this in school, I'm doing a lot of this and they're teaching me, but I'm like, I heard this before. I know this. And so I'm knocking this shit out. And they're like, where the hell did you learn this shit? You know? And it was Hot Shots Golf. You know, but like, <laughs> I don't know where the fuck I'm going to pull from or where I'm going to grab things or we're going to, yep. but I have to, I have to leave myself susceptible to, to being able to accept some of these things. And if I don't, I'll never know. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like See, you have to be open to things. See, it's, if it's, not, you'll never, I, I just tried fucking snails, you know, that's how it goes. That's cargo. Yep. Incredible. Yep. You're fucking right. <laughs> You know, yeah, right. my wife won't touch them. And I'm like, you don't even understand how good these fucking things I, I, are. I walk into my mom's house sometimes and I see snails <laughs> on the ground. I don't even step on them or kick them no more. I'm like, bro, keep it moving. You might be bombed someday. <laughs> dude, that's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, no, uh, dude, it's, it's the whole, it's the whole box thing. I think people love to put themselves in boxes and then, and then point the finger at shit. Like, no, you put yourself in a box. Well, it goes with masses. Because the more more people that are in their own boxes, feeling like everyone else pushed them into a box, now they're judging the next person to get into a box. So it's like societal norm. All of a sudden, everyone needs to be in a box, or you're the bad person. You're the wrong person. You're the you're the guy at Jimbo's that doesn't look like Jimbo's. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, box. except that you're in a box. Except that other people in their boxes and motherfucking make it like Tetris and let that shit just stack cleanly together and just not. It, but that that goes back to accept who people are when they show you who they are. That like you can you can show other people's other ways, but people are only going to do what they what they're going to want to do, what they're, what they're going to do. And, and a lot of the time it's because of comfort zones, but it, comfort zones generally come because of the environment that you've been around or the pressures that have been placed upon you. So you know, if you're going to be in a box, it's because this is the societal norm around your environment or the pressures to be pushed into this box. You should always want to break out of this box, regardless of if you're in it and you're comfortable or not. You should always want to. 
Doesn't mean you need to because you can sit in your box and be cool for the rest of your life. But you should want to because if you want more, you're going to get more. That goes back to, I think, when we were talking about energies and stuff. If you want it, manifestation is real. And, and, And a lot of it, a lot of that is you, yourself, if you want to live a life, yeah. Actually, live a life. Mm-hmm. That's you need to get out of that box and try new things, experience yeah. new things. Nothing in this life, this life is, this world is so big. Nothing in this life is made for one type of person. So, uh, I think the big thing of that though is we're on a death clock. Everyone's on a death clock. You only have so much time. Yeah. So. That opportunity or that situation may never come again. Yep. So things may never come by you again. As soon, right now, as anyone's listening or anything, you are the youngest you'll ever be for the rest of your life. Yep. Yep. You know, like you have to accept that and realize that life is more than just sitting on the couch. Life is more than just being placed in a box. Life is more than that. Or. That's who you are, and that's all you're gonna be. Yep, yep. You know, and, and if that and that's cool, and that's but cool. That's cool. Don't judge you. me for not wanting to or be not, that. Yeah, and don't don't put me down or don't talk shit about me because I'm not that. Yeah. Because I and I'm not knocking it. I I didn't evolve. I'm not I'm not saying I'm better than anyone because I evolved beyond that box. Yeah. And I moved on from it. Don't knock me for that. Yeah. People people ultimately just want comfort. Yep. No, I mean, people want to be accepted and they want to be liked, no. but to have the greatest conversations in life, to have the greatest of anything in life, you need something to come against you. You need to understand that I can beat this or I can battle this, or we can have a, a conversation where you're not agreeing with me and we can still be good. Like the the ultimate conversation is being able to disagree and still being cool with that. Yep, yep. You know that you learn the most by that. You know, as much as we hated Trump or a lot of people hated Trump, um, you need that discourse sometimes in order to realize who we are and what's going on and and how society really is and how ugly people really are and how beautiful people really are. You know, like. But you need, we can't all flow in one direction because if we are, then we're all just doing the same thing. We're, we're all going that, to, that's all we're going to ever be. But the one person that goes in the different direction, the crazy Albert Einsteins, the crazy people that are doing shit a little bit different, shit that people don't understand, those are the people that are going to be like, they, they may not make it ahead as far as the second person that does it. Because it's always the second person. The first person gets the brunt of everything. It's the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth. But it somebody needs to do it. Somebody needs to spearhead it. Uh, one of my buddies told me, I don't know how to roll a blunt, bro. Can you just roll a blunt? And I was like, no. You need to fuck it up it enough be, times it until you crooked. get it good. Yeah. It could look like yeah. a you know, Frankenstein zigzag, every, yeah, Everything whatever, you do like, starts off fucked up. Fucked up unless yeah. you're blessed enough to understand that I'm great at this right off the bat. And if that shit, run with that motherfucker. That might be your wheelhouse. But you won't know unless you try. So going back to 
the old school way of your hip hop, mm -hmm. getting away from the trappy feet. Is yeah. that you evolving now? Like, is it going trappy feet, right? Mm -hmm. And then going back to the hip hop part of it? Um, is, is that helping? I think it's a presentation evolve? of evolution. Yeah, because I, I would say the evolution. Because you need to. You go into the trappy feet. Yeah, like that yeah. is the evolution. Okay, but life. now you're I'm back here. So the, the, yeah, well, did that help you evolve that part? It's now. Now I'm presenting some of the stuff that I've learned from the other thing. Other. Like, um, I take a lot of tidbits out of things. I don't take everything for exactly what it is, but I'll take a little bit of this and a little bit of this and a little bit of this and decipher whatever I need to decipher to to make my own comprehension. And a, and a lot of people take everything as full context, and which is absolutely fine because I take full context, but I'm only going to nitpick and pull out what I need that's going to help me excel and help me benefit. You know what I'm saying? Only because, I mean, at the end of the day, my wordplay doesn't make you better. My wordplay makes me better. So I need to do whatever is going to benefit me when it comes to this specific thing. You know, like, um, it sounds selfish, but selfish is a word that uh, depends on context. Yep. Yeah, ultimately, you, know? you have to be happy with uh, what you put out. If someone's able to relate to it, that's an extra benefit to them. And not just that. I, yeah. I have to be able to criticize myself and tell myself when I'm not doing it correctly. Selfish is a bad like, and, and accept other people's criticism because I, um, you, you've seen the memes where it shows like uh, a guy stabbing a dude in the back, uh, like a silhouette, but yeah. it's like somebody giving somebody flowers or some shit yeah, like yeah. that. And it's all by way of perception. And and the way I perceive things is not the way you perceive things and it's not the way you perceive things or anyone else inside of this world. I will always perceive things the way I consistently perceive things, but that's because that's me. And And even then... I may see it one way, and I might not even be that way. But just because the, I'm convincing myself that this is There's my perception, way. but all, all of our perceptions are our truth. And so you may see me as an asshole, and he may see me as the sweetest guy in the world, but I could be neither. Yep. Or so, both. So or, both. or both. So years ago, you years know? ago, I was uh, in, a, in, a, in a spot where I was... Uh, I was able to go on to, on a um, on a tour bus. With, mm. uh, I don't know if you guys are metalheads, but it was a band called El Nino. All right. And uh, um, I mean, I'm bad hombre, so <laughs> yeah. So so they had just performed at a Machine Head concert, and I met the percussionist. Whatever, all this fucking shit led to me being on their tour bus, and uh, the drummer who was actually the leader of the band, Dave Chavari was doing an interview mm -hmm. and I was sitting right next to him uh, listening, you know, just whatever, you know, it, I was just fucking weird because there was a lot of shit going on. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, was, yeah. Oh, I yeah. was like, I was tripping the fuck out with everything going on <laughs> in the fucking tour bus as he's giving this interview and uh, they asked him about a song and what he meant when they wrote that song and it's always stuck with me because he said, well, what does it mean to you? Yeah. And he just started going, what does it mean to him? What does it mean to her? And the dude was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I know what I meant. Exactly. I know what I meant and where I was at. But it doesn't even matter life, what he meant. In my head and what I was going through that, through, through, 
through life that time. But what I wrote is going to mean different to you. Yeah. It's going to mean different. So you, whatever you take from it, if it makes you feel something. That's what it is. He says, then that's what I meant to do. Yeah. Whatever I felt and whatever I was going through at that time doesn't matter. No. What matters is what it do to you. Yeah. If you could feel the same thing, that's a bonus. Yeah. Right. But as long as you take or something, something different. away from yeah. it at something all, from, then yeah. that's and, what was yeah. And ever since then, yeah. the way I look at music totally changed because I, I know there's songs that, I, that come yeah. on that I'm just like, wow. Okay. It, it puts me at a certain spot. Yeah. That to me puts me there. It doesn't mean that that's what it was meant. This is going to be crazy to to, but it but to me this is the way I see it. Um, it's like religion. Everyone's going to accept religion for however they accept it. Everyone's going to have a different perception. To me, I'm not so religious. Um, I may have an uncle or a cousin or someone where religion got them off a of meth and them consistently going to church and praying to God and being inside of this whole realm of religion keeps them away from the bad shit. So if that makes you a better person, by all means, yep. God is yep. yours. Yep. I'm, and if it, it, it doesn't matter how I feel about yep. it. Whatever it matters how there. you feel about it. It matters what it does for you. And if it makes you a greater person. Now, if you're over here judging and like well i'm a christian and you guys are pieces of shit uh listen lady you're a piece of shit well i'm a christian doesn't you're a christian piece of shit you know like it doesn't matter but it also doesn't matter because that's your opinion so what if you take christian my mom thinks i'm fucking gold but if you're a christian and you just got off drugs and you're condemning other people for not being christian but you've literally been the worst meth addict yeah, robbed people, yeah. fucked your own yeah. family over. Uh, like everybody's like, perception like, is you, whatever it is to them. Yeah, you yeah. can't condemn someone else who is doing their own thing but is not religious yeah. just because I know is, people that are not religious you found that are more godly. Yeah, than because, people that are. Yeah, because salvation doesn't just hold to religion. Your yes. salvation could have been anything to allow you to move on to the next level of your and life. And that goes that back to better. I'm a fucking adult. So, I choose whatever the fuck yeah. I want. So if this is how I feel, this is what I feel. Don't keep trying to tell me all this other bullshit. If I want to go find God, I'll find him. I know where he's at. There's a church around every corner. But don't judge me for what I'm doing because you were clearly upon your own path doing your own shit. That's why. If she's going to be mad, she's going to be mad. That basically, <laughs> basically. So but what can like, we expect this uh, this album? This next album, I should probably be finishing it up. Uh, I'll take a little bit, a little bit. I should probably be finishing it up within the next. Um, see me tipping it like beer. The, uh, <laughs> There's no wrong way, right? <laughs> probably we'll be finishing the actual songs within this month to next hey, month, right. and the mixing and mastering. It'll probably be out early summer. Okay, right. so like May, July. I'm saying late May, early June. Okay, so so at the latest, early July. So are we gonna be performing this thing soon? Probably. Yeah, not. we know how you're gonna do performance. <laughs> Probably. Not. We're, running, we're running out of time, and that was one the one question I wanted to ask. <laughs> it's got to be beneficial. I even thought about it too. I was like, why Baker, don't you perform? Like Baker says, "Feet don't like to I perform don't anymore." Perform so. because. People love to make money off of performances, love to do all kinds of stuff, and they act like it isn't a task or a job. 
in order to learn all of my lyrics, to put them all in placement, to practice and do this. I, when I used to perform, I'd give my all. I would walk off the stage with no voice. And for a pat on the back. For me to go to the bar and then be like, all right, bro, man, hey, those beers will be 47 bucks. And I'm like, thanks. Cool. I can do the same and touch the same people with just releasing music. And you not have I mean? to pay for not have to do time. shit. I can sit there. I don't I don't have to perform. I don't have to remember all my lyrics. I don't have to nothing. I could go to a house party and fucking rap half of my lyrics and, and they'll still probably shoot me 50 bucks. I could go to a venue and these people are just like, oh, you're just an up and comer. Bro, I put in over 20 years. When do you, when are you not an up and comer? Yeah. You know, and it's because I'm not on the radio. Ra- yep. I've been on the radio before because I'm not on a record label. I've had record labels offer me contracts, but bad contracts. And so I'm not going with a bad contract. I'm not going with an 80-20. I'm not going with a 90-10. Fuck out of here. No, because my same core demographic and fan base are still going to be there regardless of if I rock with you or not. And yeah, you might put me in more eyes, but also can I? If I really want to get down to the grind on it. You know, but performances nowadays, like... They just, they want you to give a good performance in order to get to the next level. But when you give a good performance to get to the next level, they just want to put you on the next show. Yep. They don't want to help you. They want, don't want to upgrade nothing. They don't want anything. And that's fine. That's the thing about me. I'm fine. I'm fine with not performing. I'm fine with just releasing music. I'm fine with all of this. I'm fine with you not paying me. I'm fine with you paying me. I'm fine with all of it. But I'm fine. If a venue was willing to pay proper. There's no opposition to then. Then give me enough time. Give me give me a good amount of pay where it's beneficial for both of us. I'm I'm not gonna gouge anybody. Yeah. But give me a good something of anything. And okay, uh, um, I'll practice. I'll get all my shit down, and I'm gonna give you a good performance that's worth the pay. But if you're not doing that, don't ask. And 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 it's fine. Ask somebody else. There's other people that need these open mics. There's other people that need this kind of stuff. I have a core demographic that I know fucks with me. I have people in New York that I know fucks with me. People in Philadelphia, I know fucks with me. People in Chicago, I know fucks with me. People in Texas, I know fucks with me. People all over. I I have a buddy in France that I did a mixtape with called Listen to Mixtape, and he produced the majority of it named Honto that I just met randomly on the internet. And me and him, too, shit. I told him, let me use some of your beats. He said, yeah. We worked together. This was a fan. And him and his buddies, he plays the shit for his buddies. You know? I have people that are going to listen. And, you know? And and I totally understand. I think we understand that. Uh, where can we uh, look up your music, find you on the on the socials? You can find me on Facebook, Femandibless, F-double-E, space, M-E-N-D. I B L E S, like mandibles, but with an E. E. Or you can hit me up on IG at Y A B O Y T H E F W E, your boy the fee. Uh, I have a Twitter, same thing, your boy the fee, at your boy the fee. Um, I have a band camp. You could uh, look up the fee or your boy the fee on Dat Piff, and I believe I probably have like 
two or three albums and like four mixtapes on there. Right. I have stuff on SoundCloud. I have all kinds of stuff on YouTube. I have all the little billionaire stuff on everywhere. So, yeah. Um, Spotify, oh, YouTube. You look up little billionaire on Spotify. I'm going to keep pushing that man. That man's going to be, he's going to be a genius, bro. Like he watches this Kanye documentary stuff. Oh, the genius. And, and he's like, well, I'm back in the studio, bro. I'm back in here trying to perfect it. I'm back in like, and it's him and his dog. And a badass studio where all he's doing is trying to get it right, get it as perfect as possible. Plus, going to school because this is what he wants to do. That man's gonna be a genius, bro. Dope. All right, so um, thank you guys for listening. Fee, what do you think of the wine? Uh, I like the wine. I went back for seconds. Yep. So right. I think of the experience overall. Yeah, but- I dug the experience. I love both of you guys. You guys already know that. You know what I mean? Every single time I come through, I got to say what's up to my yeah, dudes. You sure, know what I mean? And it's uh, always I'm, love, I'm, so. I'm glad we finally did it. We've been talking about it for, man, yeah. at least a year and a half. Yeah. And we, I'm glad we finally did it. Uh, we execute poorly. Over yeah, there. we definitely do. Uh, so I enjoyed it. I, I had a good time. Hopefully, we we could do this again with you and someone else. Anytime. We could and we'll uh, do it you know, live at Spokes yeah. one day. Yeah, anytime, anytime. So, you guys, let me know. Jared, I suck. <laughs> you can find Jared on the IG at Long for Beer. I don't post anything. He doesn't. He really doesn't. He uh, he's so bad. He's a little recluse. Um, <laughs> find me on the IG. I. Can't even. I, I'm not even gonna tell you what it is because I don't even remember Just what. Just HK on the street. He always posts HK. every day. Yeah. He's yeah. everywhere. So uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, and hey, when you see us out, you see the Fiat spoke somewhere. Uh, say what's up. Uh, yeah. And hopefully we'll see you soon. It's all love, Peace. man. Peace. I really do suck at my Instagram though. <laughs>